this all sounds like great content we should talk about in the episode. Hello, welcome back to Michigan's own Bestman Benchwarmers podcast. I'm your host, Alex Merrill, and here today, as is the usual, Matt Corser. Hello, hello. Today, we are also joined by a special Michigan guest, Sam Page. Hey, guys. Also, Cody's not here because he's doing things in Florida. So it's just us three. So today's topic, uh, we wanted to go over just what seems to be a uh, faction that's struggling, I would say. Um, not a lot of people are playing them. The Resistance Faction. Um, so we're just going to do like one of those uh, list building episodes like we did with the Rebels. So um, let's get started. The first thing we want to talk about the Resistance is uh, what their faction identity really is. You know, I see them as a, a faction with a lot of really strong individual powerhouse pieces that can operate on their own. And they also have very uh, competitively priced generics, although nothing at uh, an eight ship swarm. But, uh, you know, the powerhouses are relatively cheap, by and large. You know, their I-5A wings uh, for their price point are pretty solid. And uh, the weird part about the faction, it's kind of you are playing really good individual pieces, and maybe some generic sprinkled in, or basically nothing in between. It's kind of a melancholy faction like that. You don't have a lot of variety like you do with uh, Rebels or Scum. Well, I was going to jump in about the faction identity. I think uh, they had a faction identity set out for them at the beginning of 2nd Edition that was like big named pilots, heroes, stars from the movie, and then also shedding stress and then both of those things turned out to be not so great as far as the faction identities go because second edition moved us away from two ship lists with two named pilots and also moved us away from really obnoxious stress mechanics so uh yeah they're they're kind of rebooting the faction as it goes on they've gotten some of the most like aggressive point reductions for just completely random ships within the faction um i was gonna say raise 68 points like that's pretty cheap for like a large base ship with i mean she's got a good ability in two force i know uh, people were talking about she was going to cost 110 <laughs> before the original points were released and we've come so far from that point um yeah i mean big bases have not had a great time in second edition it seems with some exceptions and the resistance are at least some of the exceptions just because they're priced so competitively at this point Yeah. I mean, what I like about the resistance faction also is that they're relatively versatile. Like you can kind of outload, you know, X-Wings have the weapon hard point, right? So you can bring whatever the meta calls at that point. The A-Wings themselves are very good with their time on target. Like just being able to, to fly past someone and rotate backwards for a shot is very versatile on how you uh, would play the game. And they got a lot of uh, very strong abilities in like the mid initiatives, which you don't typically see in a lot of factions. I mean, like 
Jaspava, Rose, Finn and Bastion are some of their best pieces, period. And they're all, you know, three and four. Yeah, they're all pretty competitively priced, too. They're all pretty well priced as well. Yeah, very strong. And, uh, you know, we also have seen people do swarms in resistance like farmers fireballs was like seven fireballs right but also you can do five and ship five and six ship lists with a bunch of named pilots and have that be very effective really good so you can play uh i mean you can play two ships we've seen that a couple times people playing row or um poe and ray but that's uh that's pretty difficult to fly you're allowed to play two ships <laughs> that's the version of can we're using you can put it on the table it did pretty well in one of the recent gsp events it was kind of janky but it yeah ollie was ollie was fl- flew it for the last uh kyber event as well that overdrive thruster gives you a lot of uh flexibility and approaches i know when we were when we were when the new hyperspace first started out you were you were hitting that overdrive poe pretty hard when i was messing around with those v-wings and man trying to pin him down is just a futility but then it's like okay poe's running away and i'll just kill the rest of the list and then (laughs) uh it was so much fun to fly i don't think it's Mm -hmm. particularly amazing mine had prime thrusters on it so i could basically do whatever i want because little known fact you could actually do the linked action of focus into a barrel roll you could do the boost in between or after during his ability both with the two template if you have prime thrusters i mean you end up double stressed but it's you could be wherever you want just don't get blocked which is what will happen a lot (laughs) (laughs) i mean it gives him a chance i mean he had nothing to like differentiate himself i guess before since his ability was taking two actions and there's a mechanic that gives most pilots in the game two actions in second edition. So no force, but is there anything in the resistance faction? Like I know there's like, there's Kanan and Cassian for the rebels, but do they have anything that like lets their buddies get rid of stress or is it just, uh, what is it? Corsello? Uh, um, well, there's uh, that, Initiative one X Wing, I think Jacris Tubbs. Jossy Striker. Yeah, yeah, he, he or, does. Was it Jacris? It's Jacris, yeah. Joss, Joss yeah. has one of the bad abilities from first edition. He's the <laughs> yeah. one where if he does a blue maneuver, uh, a nearby ship can. Yep. Uh, it's not so useful for. Uh, <laughs> 47 points. Well, yeah. it's just there, there's a. I think it's a range one bubble. So it's, it's not like you can tether yeah. low to him very easily, especially not with overdrive thruster. So. Um, yeah, they, I I think they like if we're gonna talk about like downsides, I think they they need like a Cassian or a Kanan, like something that's like, hey buddy, let me help you out and get rid of that stress or something for you. Yeah, I mean the faction's better at just taking a lot of stress. I mean the mm-hmm. the resistance transport pilots kind of have the opposite approach to stress, where they instead of taking it away from people, they just accumulate a lot themselves and. Uh, still give other people actions and abilities too in the hopes that you can get two actions with a different ship and not have to stress them but it's uh it's they're very expensive for what they do it seems which is not you know nothing in a jousting sort of way they don't have any jousting efficiency so they're not very good on their own yeah 
with uh, another thing that I think the resistance excels at is just having just inherent efficiency in all their ships. A lot of their ships um, are very, very efficient. You know, uh, you get a lot of rerolls. Jess and Rose do that. Uh, you know, ZZ Bastion generate their own tokens. Heroic. Yeah, I mean, heroic <laughs> lets you. <laughs> Point of contention for Real a lot of people. Yeah. yeah, everyone remembers the time it robbed them of killing someone, so they hate it. Even though it's, I mean, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they get a lot of adding dice. You know, Finn, Finn Goner, Tally lets you add a defensive dice. Venny can add, you know, a focus. They get a lot of changing die results. Nimi, Ray advanced optics even though that's not really their faction identity card it's still mostly played on them yeah i think optics and just the access to the tech slot is something that at least differentiates them from the rebels since the rebels are more and more uh, infringing on our faction identity with these a-wings that can rotate a turret so yeah we have to do that earlier on too right you can't do that post action still pretty good especially when you get the red boost in the system phase with a high initiative ship it's it's not bad yeah i mean i think they have just individually the most efficient ships out of pretty much any other faction yeah just i know um like rose with some bb um rookies is really like that's it's a really solid piece like just being able to do that I think the regular BBs what let you boost and BB8 let you barrel roll on a BB8 BB8 let you boost and barrel roll. But yeah, yeah just being able to do that pre maneuver repositions are really good. It makes them really good blockers. They're tanky, got a lot of like three die gun, and then there's Rose. Just you know, Rose is really good, like we were talking about. So yeah, there's a lot of solid efficiency pieces in the list, and a lot of like people helping each other out. Minus you know can't take stress away yeah the, the resistance faction seems to be actually a very very mobile faction you know you mentioned with the, the pre-maneuver bb-8s uh bb-8 himself you know and red barrel roller boost during the system phase you got a lot of like the fireballs can slam and still uh flip a card to shoot that turn and uh, uh lay a crew a lot of ways to yeah. mess with tiles so. You yeah, Leia haven't seen her in a while. You know, uh, Kari can do the hard one boost. Elo can do the talent rolls when he's not stressed. Snap can do the boost after he does the two through four maneuver. These abilities are getting worse as we go down the list. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Snap might be one of the better ones. I just don't like Elo. He's a very cheap I-5. Like, you don't really yeah. need to put much on him, right? Right. I mean, he suffers, 54 points. He just has the same problem all the high initiative, uh, you know, T-70s that aren't Poe and Yen-Nub have, which is you can really only do one action, which doesn't seem like enough when you're in that I-5 space. Yeah, and again, we were kind of talking about, you know, there are a lot of stress mechanics, right? But you have a lot of things that they can operate while stressed. Like the the Falcon title, for instance, still lets you sloop and rotate your turret if you need it, if you have two or less. Jarek Eager, right? He can still do right maneuvers or advanced right maneuvers if he's 
critically damaged and all that kind of stuff. A couple of the uh, transport pods still let you either do red maneuvers while stressed or still coordinate, essentially, while stressed. It's part of their faction identity, or at least it was earlier on, and they still get the ability to break rules even if they're stressed like that. Which I think is really cool. I mean, which I mean, I like it as far as like a thematic as uh, playing into the theme of the faction. Like, you know, they're going up against the first order and they got to really push their ships to the limit in order to like defeat the, the first order and their endless drones of TIE fighters and TIE SFs. But yeah, it's, it's really cool thematic um, part of the faction. I mean, it could be better too if the game. <laughs> kind of slips back into more abusive stress control mechanics. Like obviously we don't have, um, and I, I always worry talking about this stuff cause I don't know who remembers first edition, but the, the TLT stress bot type automatic stress control, you know, th- these cards would be amazing against that sort of thing. If that was a meta threat, but, um, we've already got thermal detonators that give you strain instead of stress. So it feels like strain is the new stress token. And I want all of these abilities reworded to say red token <laughs> instead of stress. So they're that much better in the current meta. Stress bot. That was, that was rough. Stressra. <laughs> I hated Stressra so much. <laughs> uh, yeah, I kind of like, like Lulo interacts with stress in a, a fun, unique way. I always say that Lulo is still the best X-Wing pilot there is for the Resistance faction. But just the uh, the ability to gain an extra red and lose a green is is pretty cool. I mean, those when he first came out, he was he was scary when he first came out. I racked so many people with that Lulo. Yeah, now he's forty two points. Yeah, more than ZZ. I, yeah, and like you know, there's there's a case to be made. Like you know, ZZ should cost more than Lulo. In in my opinion, like he's there, but they're both. I think they're both still like competitively costed. But yeah, ZZ definitely should cost more than Lulo. In my humble opinion, I think um, since ZZ's paying the price for the increase on heroic for three agility ships and optics, it, it gave oh, Lulo a chance to get back, you know, because he doesn't need advanced optics or it doesn't have the same benefit to him if he's rolling three dice. And then um, so heroic doesn't have the same benefit either because you're not guarding against that three agility blank out. You're not really getting the two point value. So I, I look at him in some lists where. I can't afford ZZ with all the upgrades I want because Lulu with no upgrades is great. Um, Lulu with trick shot was really good too, but now that's gone way up in price. So <laughs> forget about that. I mean, can we, can we talk about why heroic? Sh- I feel like heroic should be two points for the T70s, the two agility, and just what you're more likely to get more benefit out of it on a T70 than yeah. in RZ. For defense, yeah. For defense, at least, yeah. I I see why they did it kind of where it's more likely to proc on the T-70s, but it's less important to the success of the list, if that makes sense, because they have the health. So I think, I mean, pretty clearly they were just punishing the 5A wing list. It's not not a mystery, but I I think they they were responding to people who would play 5A wings and just lose their minds when they would roll three blanks which i i get and it it was a big part of that list but um and i guess and there's like an implicit nerf to the how it interacts with two attack dice because it makes that super consistent so um 
now eventually they're going to release some kind of crazy resistance ship with three agility and three attack, and then the heroic nerf will make no sense, and we'll have to rethink everything. But um, I agree, it's it's more annoying on T70s, but I guess you have more counterplay against like a T70 swarm. I guess you can call them now that you can fit five with rows. Um, although I guess those those lists often opt for the BB on the generic guy over the. Well, yeah, they don't have talent slots for the heroic. So some some people bump them up to the red squadrons. I've seen to get heroic. Um, I, I don't know where they shave the points. Maybe C three PO gets cut off. But so we're getting off. I'm getting off topic, but I don't. I don't really like those lists in general, just because they're so obvious. BB Astromech and C three PO gives you the ability to do some cool things on the approach, but it, it's a real like let's count to two hundred type list where I feel like there's enough interesting stuff in the faction that you can do like combined arms lists that have a few of those pieces, but also give your opponent a different look. God forbid you play a different list, you know, or you have to plan for different matchups. It just seems really matchup dependent. All of those T70 type lists, but they went six and oh, so what do I know? Or five and one in the latest <laughs> gold squadron. Thing. So, I mean, we kind of touched on the negatives of the faction. Um, a little bit, obviously, with lots of distress. And actually, there's a fair bit of strain mechanics in there, too, with, like, the new Snap Waxley. You can flip your foils for a strain and got a couple other other things that deal out strain like that to yourself. But, uh, you know, in this faction, you can't really do, like, a full eight swarm. I mean, even like the seven swarm, I don't think is particularly amazing. You can't do like a, a focho or a droid kind of thing going on, which, you know, I guess that's kind of thematic, but still you can get a little bit frustrating for people, I guess, if they really enjoy flying those swarms because they're terrible people. Well, it's J.J. Abrams' fault. He, uh, <laughs> he just introduced all the same ships from the original trilogy, so there was no like little... Maybe there's something there they can introduce down the line. I mean, I I believe they're the only faction just without a, anyone who could do a force multiplier, right? You don't have a Drea, you don't have a, a Sinker or Malaris or anything like that. So they kind of are the opposite. It's a lot of like personal reroll stuff. Yeah, which has the effect of feeling like a Drea swarm <laughs> when you have Rose and Jess together. Doesn't like that. But you can't bring like a bunch of like generic fireballs and then still have like an offensive re-roll or something like that or a defensive re-roll or There's whatever. No Howl runner esque well, ability. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of our Lord and Savior XX23 Thread Tracers, but I think it was a big buff for the, the fireball swarm. If someone is so inclined to do that, because now you can do thread tracers and um uh, false transponder codes on those. I mean, they're one of the ships that can take both um, outside of the scum faction. So it's a, it's, I mean, it's a decent combo. Yeah, you, you've done. I mean, you've done pretty well with those XX thread tracer fireballs in our uh, super important and very prestigious uh, state team tournaments. Mm-hmm. Some would say the most important. Um, yeah, <laughs> and the most prestigious. Yeah. Well, I stole those lists from Ryan, so I, <laughs> I'll need to call him. I mean, I think I think most of us, minus Alex, are like, yeah, we've stolen our list from Ryan. So, 
I think I think I was ninety five percent of the way there. That I, I took his tweaks in good faith. Um, he didn't change the the. I don't know. Maybe the last time I had the fireballs with false transponder codes, and he he's his advice was just do thread tracers. Don't don't overthink it. Um, maybe it was one at each, but um, I mean they have that ability. It is nice with a because I was running it with Jess and Rose and Vi and all those other little efficient tiny pieces and um even though rose and jess have their own rerolls they kind of benefit from the target lock too certainly jess because you sometimes want to save her ability for defense so um it, i mean threat tracers was a upgrade that was good for its cost in first edition and it just got moved almost for the same cost into second edition so i've never seen that not be a good card right <laughs> yeah I mean, um, yeah, speaking of like list building, like a lot of their pieces don't like cobble together exactly how you expect them to. So you're cause, uh, there's a huge power curve differential between like individual pilots within their their ships. Like no one's no one's ever gonna fly like Sarah Lunda, right? Sarah Linda for the A wing. Especially when she's so much more expensive than someone like Merle, who's just so much more effective. Is that one of the A-Wings from the new box? Yes. This <laughs> <laughs> is bad. I don't know the name. <laughs> but, you know, that just lends to my point, right? No one's going to, like, Sarah Lunda is 35 points, and if she hits something, she could 90 degree or 180 degree off of it. Cool ability, but... Get a, get a strain token first, though. Yeah, I mean, like... <laughs> Merle is three points cheaper and just strictly better. And like Roby Tice is not not good either. And Michigan's there's up. no point no point playing those. Zari's thirty five points, and that's the same cost as both of those, and Zari's man, better. Man, can we just I know you mentioned about it, Sam, in one of the chats, but can we just talk about how the resistance kinda did get boned with their squadron pack and how all these new squadron packs have been great? <laughs> This is like uh grinds my gears segment. Um, well, I, I do think with the A-Wings, there was a kind of a sense of we've already made these too good. Let's throw some bad pilots in the pack. I, I mean, if you look at it compared to the Rebel A-Wing thing, I have an overarching theory on second edition, which is that uh, all the ships that were designed for release in second edition are just always better than the design ships that were ported over from first edition with exceptions like Boba Fett that got to Die keep phantoms. Yeah. Things that got to keep their first edition mechanics almost exactly are obviously good. And then now they're really expensive, but things where they got to design them with second edition in mind, just seem like they fit better in the 200 point scale. Like the resistance, a wings are just like a genius use of all of the second edition mechanics. And um, I, the one exception to this is the scum Falcon which is <laughs> designed for second edition and not so good. <laughs> but otherwise it seems like they all have like really solid abilities. And I think that these, uh, the rebel, the rebel squadron pack at least was kind of a, um, sorry about how we ported some of your ships over type thing where they, the rebels has become like very stayed in the type of list they could do. Like they can't, they didn't really have any ace-type lists, kind of. It was all kind of jousty and boring. And the A-Wings have, like, totally changed the complexion of the faction. 
The resistance already had that, you know, with the resistance A wings, like initial blister pack release. So it's not so crazy that it's not the squadron pack, but there's the X wings aren't good. That's what kills me. The X wings aren't good. That was the chance to like make the X wings better. And the new Poe is strictly worse than the old Poe, unless you're trying to do some really specific ordnance thing. And he's also cheaper. And you also got Nimi out of that pack. And Nimi's a great piece. Nimi is good. And Merle was in that pack. Well, yeah, I can't complain about Merle. And the new, new Snap Waxley is really solid, too. Uh, well, no, the new Snap Waxley is one of my complaints. <laughs> Just really? He, he could have been. Yeah, I don't think he's better than the old Snap Waxley. That's what kills me is uh, I, I haven't figured out what to do with him yet because there's really like two applications, it seems. One is trying to get full mods for some kind of alpha strike where everyone flips their S-foils and takes the calculate. And the other would be um, just some kind of like always giving Poe the option to flip his S foils in an overdrive thrusters list. And if it's the oh, latter, both together like that. Yeah, I mean that would be better if he was I five. I'm not so hung up on initiative, but when he's in a three ship list and you have to bring one I four, it's kind of the sacy tin of the resistance where it's like, ah, oh, do I really want to commit this hard to the bit? You know, like. Uh, I mean, I like them a lot when you do uh, like 4Ks or talent rolls over the enemy. You just pop your wings and you pop them back. So you get a, a free calculate essentially and probably behind them. So they're not going to shoot you. So the strain doesn't really matter. You're going to clear your next turn anyways when you clear your stress. He's That's good. been pretty effective. Yeah, he's but. not bad. But then I have this like flashing Ahsoka A-Wing in my brain. That's like De- Vader Defender. I mean, just these last two packs have been really nuts and like meta defining and i don't know i mean certainly nothing in the resistance pack is meta defining right like just merle kind of, merle well i don't think he's meta defining i just think he's now he's like on the roster of guys you have to bring in your resistance list but he's not uh nobody's at home going ah, i gotta i got a plan for merle you know it's like it's not like the vader defender ahsoka gatekeeping level of kanan mm-hmm well, like hell, there, there was that one GSP flight club event where there was zero resistance list played. Like not even <laughs> the ace tournament. Yeah, zero people. Not even the resistance. one person was like, "Yep, this is this is a list I want to commit to and like try to go all the way." Like not even one. Like I think if that doesn't show you, like you know, the state the factions in right now, I I don't know what else what else there is and like what what new is coming up on the horizon, like another Y wing for the sequel trilogy, <laughs> like or a B wing. A B wing. <laughs> Here here's here's what is is the ship that can save the resistance. Insofar as I think it needs to be saved would be the um the card pack that gives us uh, the ability to fly Ray and Luke's T65 with her ability would be pretty nice. Um, it'd be a nice little ordnance ship, if nothing else. Um, I, I agree. I, I don't think it's hopeless. I, I, I do think it's going to be very annoying soon when the First Order gets an unbelievable squadron pack with a new Kylo. Tie Whisper, Tie yeah. Bomber. Yeah, that, I think that those I mean, they be... need help but probably more than any other faction, though first order they I only they got like Ky- four ships they have kylo ren i think as, as long as you have kylo ren the tie silencer they're there they'll always be a competitive faction they need variety i don't know if they need help you know what i mean like they're, yeah. they're always good but they're just kind of they, they're predictable i mean but yeah you bring you 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 bring kylo or malarus and then there you build your list around those two in that faction 
Even in extended, really. Even in extended. But it's not a not a criticism. It's like, oh, they have to, you know, they got LeBron James. They got to put LeBron James in the starting lineup. Like, Kylo's unbelievable, you know. <laughs> Merle's not LeBron. He's some lesser basketball player. <laughs> but he's only 32 points. That's the important him. part. I love mm-hmm. him. <laughs> yeah, throw intimidation on him and uh, call it a day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, there's the Star Fortress. Remember uh, that ship? I do. I've flown against it a couple times, and I've never lost against it. <laughs> I mean, it's just they don't have the viability right now in this meta because they're a large base, one agility ship with such a high ship count right now. And their specialty is dropping bombs, which is great because bombs are very good. But also, like, trajectory simulators rather expensive. Yeah, like, like all the toys you want to put on them, like veteran turret gunner and trajectory simulator, like they should they should be a scary ship. You got a three you got a three dice primary, and then you have a two bow tie. Like you're you're pretty much guaranteed to shoot something all the time, but it's just in reality, it just doesn't work out that it's way. It's really expensive because you need to add more things to them in order for them to really function as a ship. I think giving it the three dice primary was bad i think that almost killed it because now they have to price it as such yeah and the other part of that is now you are motivated as the resistance player who has foolishly brought this ship to a tournament to protect it and there's no reinforce so you like you know you have to fly Vinny or something and do all the shenanigans to get his ability off and if it was just like a two dice ship with you know, no reinforce that you could just throw in there and maybe drop a few bombs. Like if it was just a giant blocker. Yeah. I was going to say, there's not much more to say about the ship. I flew the really expensive Vinny at the gold squadron event and Vinny with perceptive co-pilot and veteran turret gunner uh, seems good until you lose those points. If you know what I mean? Like he's almost good for his points, but then so much of second edition is, not resolving the 200-point score. So when you lose an 80-, 90-point ship, it just puts you too far in the hole. Um, I think Finch is okay. The former Crimson Specialist. Was that his name? And Former Bob. Drop the bomb wherever you want, touching the base. I mean, thermal detonators give that guy something. It's okay. It's a ship that gets better with every bomb that comes out, but it was pretty bad to start. <laughs> so... What are you going to do? And bombs are really cheap right now, too. Yeah. And they're still not really, like, particularly amazing. Unfortunate that there's just a whole chassis that is just borderline unplayable. I do think it's a something of a first edition, second edition thing where, like, now bombs are just a cheap thing that you try to spam on a list. And it's not the Nim Miranda days of my whole plan is to kill you with bombs. Yeah, like just generally make somebody's day very sad with bombs. Right. Where like here it's generally like a minor annoyance. Well, it shouldn't be minor. <laughs> it shouldn't. It shouldn't be. Well, they're more but, about like board control than annihilation. <laughs> and the resistance bomber is just a ton of to pay for like board control because, I mean, you can get a trajectory simulator in the separatist faction for one hyena bomber. So, yeah. And nobody even plays that. <laughs> Not with bombs, at least, no. Right. But I think we're, this, this is a little bit off topic, but we were talking 
about another a matchup that our one of our buddies had. He was going against like Nim Boba. One of my other buddies was like, "Yeah, just just accept that you're going to get hit with bombs and just like shoot him." I'm like, oh my gosh, like you never would have talked about that in first edition. You'd have been like, "Nah, <laughs> right. fam, now nah, we can't get hit by." Yeah, because I mean, proton bombs. Like, here's a card underneath your shields. Have fun, and then extra damage because Sabine. Yeah, and I think the resistance bombers and Captain Nim and everyone else in that category suffered just from high ship count because first edition your opponent would only have one ship and Nim would bump into him and someone else still get to drop a bomb with genius so I mean imagine imagine that scenario in first edition but you had a swarm but nobody brought a swarm because there were bombs so it's the the resistance bomber has been totally removed from the rock paper scissors of the game at this point I mean, I still have faith in them. The jump master was basically unplayable when second edition came out, and now it's to a point where it's getting useful and people are playing it a lot. So maybe they can do something. I don't know but why. I mean, the The jump master is a beloved ship of a by, of a bygone era from first edition, and everyone just wanted it to be viable again. Yeah, wholesome, and everyone loved it. <laughs> well, this connects to my rant about the squad packs because. I mean, the Jumpmaster has like two viable pilots, right? Dengar and Namlum. Namlum was in the squad pack. The Resistance Bomber got a new pilot in the squad pack, and it wasn't good. You know, it was Paige. So, and, and Paige is just like a cute thematic ability. The the I five chassis with the talent is kind of interesting because you can do some veteran turret gunner uh, swarm tactic stuff, but it's it's, it's crazy not, expensive. It's not, it's not good. <laughs> 56 points going on cody uh sent me a couple he didn't send me any lists annoyingly but he sent me a couple pieces that he thinks um that are very good for the resistance faction uh you know he mentioned c3po rose because I, I we talked about it in our first episode that it's super good like that's just a crazy efficient ship coordinate something else you still get to calculate you know, double actions and the resistance faction are very good when everyone has mods already. So, Cody also loves M9G8 Bastion. It's one of his favorite ships to fly. I think he just likes debuffing people a lot with um, M9 and then just being able to, like, buff his own kind of attack going in. But it's 53 points. It's pretty efficient. With that resistance uh, bomber list I was flying, I was using M9G M9G8 Underslung Blaster Cannon Bastion, which oh was boy. both to give Bastion the turret to turn on Vinny's ability, and it is kind of funny if you get the lock with uh, Bastion's ability and then you Underslung Blaster Cannon them after they move on the next turn, but uh, kind of a kids don't try this at home thing. That's, <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, rough, that's a rough list. <laughs> and uh, Cody also loves his stealth device on Ray. I mean, that's like his favorite <laughs> ship upgrade on Ray. He was like the first ad person I heard advocating for that. He's like, I guys, always... I did the math. Stealth device is great. All you have to do is you, you add that, you add that fin die and you get all these evades like on the incoming thing. No one could ever touch you. I'm like, Cody, I lose this thing half the time, <laughs> like on first shot. <laughs> You've also always had your fin and rose one rounded too. Yeah. So my, every time I've flown fin pod, I got one shotted, one shotted. Which is great. <laughs> I, need, I need to fly against and, more fin Yeah, my rose usually gets one rounded because it got shot twice. Because that's how that works. 
Oh no, that that doesn't sound like Rose. <laughs> You're talking about someone else. <laughs> oh, I wish I had these games on stream. My resistance pod lock is just the worst. I'd rather have literal tie pods than those. Might be more effective. Um, but those are like Cody's picks. He really likes those ships. He loves building around M9G8 Bastion. He does a bunch of crazy jank things with that. You know, I think some of the standout uh, pilots for their points, you know, obviously Merle is for some reason cheaper than the generic one and he has an ability. It makes no sense to me. Unprecedented, but very good. I mean, ZZ's incredible at 41 points. Tally's incredible at 37 points for an I-5 that can give you extra defense if you're really good. I like APT Nimi a lot. 50 points for if you miss, like you do a 4K or something, you still have the Calculate Token to activate her ability. You don't always need a focus. Um, and then, you know, Kova with Leia gets a lot of play. 55 points is very efficient for what that ship allows you to do. When you say gets a lot of play, used to. What Used to okay because I was gonna say I haven't seen that in a long time. Uh, it's still it shows up on tournaments, but it's yeah. it's fun. Yeah, Kova Kova with R four R four R four heroic Leia. Like yeah, so I, I I flew that for a while when I was a uh, I was rocking the pose easy Kova for a hot second, and that that's a lot of fun. You had BB eight too on your pose, right? So you oh, could just oh, do yeah. whatever maneuver you wanted yeah. to link your action off of that, clear it, and just dodge everything. That was really annoying. Poe could just do whatever he whatever he wants with Leia and that build, and that was that was a lot of fun. Got a little bit priced out right now because of one agility. Small base ship is not going to last against four and five efficient ships lists that are going on right now. Auto blaster tractor beam seeks. Yeah, they'll just eat her up. <laughs> actually, speaking of auto auto blaster is actually pretty solid on Kova with the reverse and the stops. You can actually get behind people pretty well and still have an action. Underrated. I mean, also, um, you get a lot of good filler pieces in Resistance, too. Like, your BB-8 X-Wings are 42 points, and they're they're cheap. Or you're just BB, I guess, not BB-8, but, you know, 42 points. Fireballs are good at 40. They're at 26. You know, they're very mobile. They can get in places that people don't like, and they're very good at blocking. Yeah, five. What is it? They got five hull or six hull? Well, six, but they start six, with one down. Six, then they then they start with the one down. Yeah. yeah, so it's like there's just a lot of beef right there that they're generally. Yeah, and you, you see like R five on them too to remove the uh, initial damage, which is not not bad at all. They have these and really they have cheap. The, um, the evade action, which makes them a lot like the torrents, where you're like shooting the thing, and then when it's on. One health left, you start evading to really annoy your opponent. So, yeah. Torrents that can slam. <laughs> and um, also, all the transport pods are great. I mean, especially like Vi's 27 points, right? And that if we were back, you know, last year or so, where there's a lot of mobile aces, that's a very super clutch ability, especially because you can't modify like the focus results, right? Or you can't spend focus tokens against her if she's the one tracking you, which is a nice ability that everyone always forgets about. Yeah. I mean, if BB-8 would be incredibly played, I think, if the other three or four weren't amazing. Yeah. BB-8's your fourth choice, but he's not a bad choice. 
it's just kind of funny like that just because Rose yeah. is so efficient and Finn can output so much more damage than he should. Yeah, I think it just goes to show how how good the rest of the pilots are because BB-8, BB-8 is a solid pilot, but the other three are just that much better. So I think it just goes to show how good those other pilots are that BB-8 doesn't get played very often. Also, speaking of Cody and stealth devices, he always slapped that on Finn, too, because he also did the math on that. And he's like, this is great. I hit him first time, but he still maintains that it's great. After the ability was nerfed, it's not (laughs) such a good combo anymore. (laughs) Yeah, but, you know, it's still. It was a little bit annoying to deal. Didn't you play him a lot, Matt, when he was flying his um, stealth device, Finn? I know I re- I probably refuse because I hate Finn with the pat. Like I think if we're, if we're gonna talk about like where my hatred for my not I don't want to say hatred where my animosity for the faction comes from, <laughs> it it it's because of Finn. And I remember playing a game on Vassal, getting ready for Gen Con, and I just I couldn't kill Finn with Whisper and Soontier. Like I it just didn't happen. And it got it, it all. It's 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 a pilot. Like I know everybody has that pilot where like you just get tunnel vision at that pilot, and it's just like I have to kill that thing because of all these years of animosity towards it. And like that's the one where I like I get the reptile brain in me turns on whenever I see Finn, and it's just <laughs> like I know I should kill the rest of the list, but I just I have to kill that bastard. You know what you could do to kill Finn? Just shoot one single energy charge at him. That'll kill him. I feel like you're speaking from personal experience. Got the direct for the kill. Because I've, <laughs> I've, I've shot at him multiple times with Darth Vader and Soontir Fell and have never done damage and don't do damage to him. Well, you roll two blanks, you add a third blank, and then you get three blanks, and then yep. you get the direct on the crit from the energy shell charge, then your fin's dead. Easy. Sounds like Christmas. It is true, even like post-fin nerf, that against an ace list, he's pretty strong because you just don't have the number of ships to do the focus fire to take advantage of this i mean you can i guess you just need two at this point but i do like when a low initiative ship has a chance at the end of the game against a an ace like i I love having those kinds of ships in a list um there are a lot of examples like in scum i think like nom lum with dengar gunner can always like beat an ace at the end of the game and that's kind of thin for the resistance they actually have a few ships that are kind of like that but yeah but finn, finn is self-sufficient in a way that like rose and jess are definitely not in those kind of lists nope not at all i think the last time i played against a finn i was only able to kill it because for some reason he 4k'd huh. and so i just like got in there i think i was playing i was playing stanizuski's rebel shotgun and this was during a this was during a different team tournament that i actually paid money to be in gross and yeah he yeah he um yeah, he 4K'd with Finn, and I'm just like, um, all right, Jan, please buff up Jake's attack. So he rolled four <laughs> dice Predator against him and killed him. I mean, 3K, but, you know, same thing. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. 3K. They don't move that fast. <laughs> Advanced targeting priority is so good, because now Finn can K-turn and get a mod. So just not hey, for bunch defense, of people. Usually. A bunch of people in England always had Pattern Analyzer on Finn for that specific reason. Yeah, I, I played Finn with Pattern Analyzer and then the um, PZ4CO, the It's the Resistance. It's the Resistance. Or no, that's the other yeah. one. GA97 is It's the Resistance. That that kind of made Advanced Optics Finn a thing, and that was really un- unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, Resistance has a bunch of great pieces. 
Uh, for sure. You know, as we've been talking about, just individual pieces are very good. They got a bunch of great upgrades. Like Ray Gunner is amazing. If you're ever, I mean, you staple it on to any Falcon or I guess Star Fortress if you're wrong. But Falcon list, if you're not flying Ray, you slap on Ray Gunner because that efficiency is just so good. Um, you know, Ferrospear paint is actually a pretty decent upgrade now, which is people aren't flying as much, but it does. It is one of the few ways to deal out stress to your opponent, right? All you have to do is target lock you, which has been going around now with the threat tracers and all that kind of stuff. So heaven forbid they shoot a threat tracer at you and they're not in your bullseye. Their whole list is stressed out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, the Falcon title is, really good for two points it's it's the only thing that makes that particular falcon playable because the red rotate is it's just murder it's just so bad and it keeps ray on target you know we could sloop three times that's good too (laughs) (laughs) i mean you get uh rose tico crew you know spend a die result to grab the lock that's just really good yeah, with Ray, you just need to really throw. I mean, you can throw Rose on her, but you can just throw Finn on her, and she's she's good to go. But yeah, if you can get Rose and Finn, like yeah, she's she's a powerhouse. You can do Ray with the title for just seventy points. I know that's crazy. I've done. I, mean, it. I guess you can. Yeah, I'm, I mean, it's it's great for like lists where you want to fit Poe, basically. So, mm-hmm. or you could just load them both up and fly both of them. <laughs> Only if you're really good at this game. I'm, I'm surprised no one's done the Kova on, or not Kova, but the Leia crew on Ray BB-8 two ship list since Overdrive Thruster came out. Just because the ability to do that two boost or two barrel roll in the next turn, three turn to clear your stress. It's that's obviously like a huge offensive downgrade. But if you're if you're really committed to winning a game forty to zero, that's uh, <laughs> one way to go. I, yeah, I mean, there's people out there who want to win that way. So, Ugh. so I guess we should probably get on to the the big part of this podcast day, the just list building part of it. I mean, we've gone through a bunch of solid pieces, what they are, what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, for hyperspace, you kind of only see like four four kind of ships, right? It's everything's built off the back of C3BO rows or some combination of Jess, Mimi, and Bastion kind of thing. You know, a Toss and Merle or maybe a Procket I-5A, but pretty much everything you see are some combinations of rows and X-Wings or two pods and X-Wings. I mean, they don't have their generic A-Wings or X-Wings, so that you, you lose a lot of options with that. And, you know, you don't have, um, like, Kova. You don't really have any of the named Fireballs. You don't have heroic, you don't have advanced optics. So a lot of the, you just have to purely rely on the internal um, efficiency of resistance ships. A single tear rolled down my cheek as you went through the list of upgrades that they don't have in, in hyperspace. I mean, it feels like they were pushing everyone towards named X-Wings, not accounting for the fact that the named X-Wings aren't great as a whole. I mean, obviously there's exceptions in different lists, but... Um, like the Karakoons and the of the world are not getting a ton of play. The Eloastes. Um Yeah, they're just expensive. Like some of those named X-Wings are just like, why are you so much? They're not expensive. They're just not nearly as good as the really cheap named ones that are very good. 
I think there's a distinction there. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the generic X-Wing just makes so much more sense because the ship doesn't have a linked action and the S-Foils doesn't, you know, the boost focus isn't, you know, there like it is for the T-65 where the high initiative pilots benefit more with that than the low initiative ones. Um, you know, the ship just, the chassis is missing something. It, it's like the one of the best chassis in the game, just health to attack dice ratio and, and, and having a white boost and all that. And the ability to take any hard point. Right. I mean, my, my general complaint with resistance hyperspace, and I'm sure this will change when they rotate it, is just they didn't let the resistance have a lot of the things that felt kind of like B plus tier, which is where I think hyperspace kind of sits for a lot of factions like Kaz, like Kova, uh, like Nandum with pattern analyzer. Like, I don't think any of that stuff is overpowered, but they are kind of like important building blocks to uh, middle initiative, like three or four ship resistance lists. And they're just not there. So then you're pushed to like, okay, how many transport pods can I fit? type stuff yeah it's hard to have finn um without heroic right so I you do don't it. get that in hyperspace <laughs> yeah i mean but you don't get that in hyperspace so yeah. just, you, that one point upgrade for him is just so big to uh to the efficiency of the ship right i mean it felt good when they added finn to hyperspace and then i clicked on talent slot on the squad builder and it wasn't so good anymore but but you see a lot of um a lot of lists like four X lists, right? Nimi, Bastion, Jess, and um the new Snap Waxley. That's been going around a lot. That sees some play, some uh solid parent um finishes. But you get a lot of like um two pods and three X's, like Nimi, Bastion, Jess, and Rose and Phi. You see um I mean, the list that you flow for uh, North Carolina, right, was ATP Vi, ATP C-3PO Rose, a couple fireballs with Red Tracers, Jess, and Merle. That all fits. <laughs> it's you just it's take the consummate, uh, your opponent goes, uh, let me take a look. Like, you know, I, even online, I could feel him walking to the other side of the table to... It's like too much stuff for the opponent to remember kind of list. Yeah. It's a lot of you take the cheapest ships there are there and also Jess and make a list out of it. And it's effective, right? It's a six ship list. So yeah, it is very I, good. In that tournament, I ended up playing five scum Y-wings with ironically advanced targeting, automated targeting priority and bombs and turrets. And so I was... I was actually, it was the only list that ever jousted me. <laughs> was that a tough matchup for you? Uh, it was in the sense that I'd almost rather play an ace list or kind of a middle initiative list because I, I, you know, the burden of execution goes to them. This, you know, and I have to just kind of set up blocks and, and keep my ships relatively close together and, and, you know, stagger correctly for, advanced targeting for or automated targeting i keep calling it advanced proton torpedo but then um uh with the y-wings I, I was like oh i know what this guy's gonna do <laughs> and, and sure enough he did a one forward for five straight turns so it, you know i had to wait him out and figure out a way i mean 
Merle's flight path to the first engagement was like a, a joyride. I mean, the guy was like flying all over the board just to kill time. So I could get the Y wings to finally turn towards like the, that center rock. I, I think it, I think the matchups to my advantage because his list is immobile, but <laughs> it's it, it it could go wrong. You know, if the dice are not good on that first engagement, and and he did ionize the pods quite a few times because it's it's hard for them to dodge that ion cannon turret. So poor uh, poor Vi kind of got walked off the board or walked into a bunch of. I mean, she took eight thermal detonators or something like that. Jesus. So she, she, the fact that she was alive enough to take eight is really there, you know, makes her the MVP of the list in that game. But it, it was, it was, it's just, it's not hard so much as it is unnerving because you're kind of like, well, let's see how the dice go on the first engagement. And, and the dice are in, in my favor. And uh, I admitted as much uh, to the opponent, but. You know, it's it's hard for him in that situation because what are you going to do? It's you're still playing a bunch of Y wings. Yeah, scum Y wings too. I know. I was I was pretty <laughs> surprised when we got the list and like that was the scum list that that person chose. And I'm like, all right, man, like whatever you want to do, like fly what you love, I guess. Well, I I can report that he was not flying what he loves because what he loves is the rebels, and uh, <laughs> he got foisted. Uh. Yeah, <laughs> and he so he said, I know this ship because I'm a rebel player. And uh, I see. Yeah. And the, the rebel player they had that I played against is like, he's like, that's all I fly is rebels. <laughs> well, we'll get on to that later on when yeah, we talk for sure. North Carolina. Right. Um, going back, there was a couple instances of like a higher initiative in hyperspace. Uh, there was like a, a Poe with like Prockets Easy, Prockets Tally, and like a Merle list. So you're still having some high initiative but also you know still Poe 3a but they're not particularly amazing because i think prockets were the only upgrades on zz and tally at that point and that's rough it's inconsistent i guess not rough it's inconsistent i like that list it's a, you know it's frustrating if the prockets whiff I, I've, I've actually played that with the new Poe so that he can throw the target lock focus to the A-Wings so the proc gets more consistent, just since that's so important to the offense of the list. I, I like that list in hyperspace just because it's it's almost it's on the power curve for high initiative lists. I haven't played enough since the Vader defenders in the... Uh, well, I guess he's not in hyperspace, but Hera and Ahsoka. I don't know if that makes the matchup for that list on the endangered species list because it's there's, there's better I-5s and I-6s to deal with in hyperspace than when... Poe got his buff originally, so. But I think I think Poe has a has a place <laughs> for people who are very patient. <laughs> yeah, I mean, one of the negatives is that Poe is pretty pretty costly for like compared to. I mean, I hate comparing cross faction ships, but like compared to a lot of the other like I sixes and the other factions, he's he's pretty up there in points. I mean, he does get two actions, but it's also pretty limiting on the maneuvers he can do if you do that. Yeah, I mean, if you want to look at other I-6s that can do two actions, like look at how like cheap Darth Vader is by comparison. Or even Soontir with kind of a... Yeah, yeah. He, he's he's expensive for the non-Force user I-6s, which is the, yeah, the, yes. the bracket that he unfortunately has to get compared in because it's it's so evident that you're missing those mods 
when you get blocked because that's like it, it almost ends the game right with Pogue getting blocked and I, I do think it, it, he looks bad also in comparison to uh, ships like you know not not so much anymore but the Aether Sprites the high initiative Aether Sprites just because they you know supposedly the force is a bigger penalty than stress for getting two actions but it sure doesn't feel that way when they have three force and now their dials are irrelevant. You know, it's, it's clearly better. Like Delta Obi is 69 points and that's right. Seven more points than Poe. Like if the, he could just regenerate his focus and has double reposition. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like I would take Delta Obi over Poe like any day, just the, the amount of flexibility, the double reposition potential better dial. I mean, even the purple evade action is just like a, you know, Poe can't evade. That's such a, yeah. a downside, you know, which I, I realize he can. can't put that on the chassis, but. He can with Debris Gambit. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen De- Debris Gambit Poe in so long. <laughs> I've flown backwards Pale Slide Poe. That was really fun, actually. Uh, there's something to that, at least in hyperspace. when you have With overdrive so thrusters? Yeah, it's Super right. awesome. <laughs> But yeah, the only other, you don't see a lot of resistance in hyperspace at all. It's just, it's mostly just uh, you take rows and X wings, or you take X wings, or sometimes you throw in Merle. If you're a gambler, you can do some kind of A wing procket thing, but it's, it can be frustrating. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Extended is where they're doing much, much better. Even the most recent um, GSP event, which is still currently ongoing as we're doing this podcast, they seem to be doing pretty well. Mostly off the back of C-3PO rows with 4X wings, typically with BB Astromech. That's really good and really efficient. That's been tearing it up. Or, uh, again, two pods and three X's has been doing really well. Like, you do uh, Jess and two generic X-Wings, Finn and Rose, and that's kind of a scary list. Yeah, Ray, Ray and loaded up Ray and ZZ and Tally has been kind of like a staple of the extended faction as well for a while. Yeah. Just some really solid I-5 pieces. You know, Ray, we, you know, Ray is really good, and she gets even better with upgrades. And, you know, we talked about how cheap ZZ and Tally are just put some stuff on them and they, they're really efficient uh, pieces. You can even split it up so you could have like Merle and a Fireball and ZZ and a Loaded Ray which is kind of fun. I do think uh, the success of the faction going forward in hyperspace will depend on if they get Ray back. Just She's the consummate like really good for hyperspace, kind of good for extended ship. Um, I mean, you can win an extended tournament with her, but you just have that same problems in the meta that all big base ships have. So, if we're gonna talk, if we're gonna talk about like winning a tournament, when was the last time Resistance won like a big tournament? Was it was it back in five A days or like I I I was trying to think before we started and I can't remember. I think Carson Ray won with Resistance right when he did his whatever list that he calls it it was like lone wolf lulo and poe that he didn't in tally which is or nine nub i think it was it was like that three fives and he's still currently north american champion damn it 
because <laughs> they haven't had the tournament since then. That was with a different faction, I think. So, he, who, who's, who, who are we talking about? I mean, Carson, who did Lone Wolf, Lulo, and all that kind of stuff that he's been playing. He does really well with them. Yeah, no, he won Gen Con with uh, Republic, right? Ob, um, Ob, Anakin, and Rick back when you know Anakin wasn't super expensive. Yeah, good times. I, I have a, but a, with Carson, he he always seems to show up on the Gold Squadron streams losing in the cut. Like he he's like uh, the physical embodiment of the kind of the ceiling of the faction, <laughs> but because he's like a great player, and then I always watch him on the Gold Squadron. There's like a whole Gold Squadron archive of him losing in the cut with Poe. And the guy went five and one or six and zero to get to this point, and I want to see all those games he won just for, you know, just to see someone fly Poe well. And then it's like, nope, it's always the top eight or the top four game that he lost to something really um, not so wholesome. Yeah, that I think what comes to my mind just specifically is the the Droid Swarm last year, January. I think it was in San Diego where he, when he lost. Didn't Marcel win something with the Resistance? With his pockets, easy tally, and the other i five guy that no one remembers, Stefan. I don't roll. think he won anything. I think he's done really well in the cut, but I'm not sure. I think the last thing he won was with those pocket barons. That might have been it. Yeah, man. All these people who do really well with resistance end up winning with other factions. That's weird. Yeah, I know. Like I was gonna say, there's, there's, like, like Sam was saying, there's like the ceiling in the cut. Or yeah. they like they'll do really well in Swiss, and then it's just like in the cut, and it's just like, no, you're not winning today. I'm gonna I'm gonna take credit potentially for turning Marcel off of the four A wing list because uh, I played him with the Vinny bomber list. Oh and Jesus! He, I, think, I think he went ballistic in our game. So, and then I, and then he, I checked after the tournament, and it, it was like uh, he won five in a row after that. So I think he was fine, but. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I lost to a video list, I'd be a little upset too. Not gonna lie. No, it was it was justified <laughs> anger. I think the thermal detonators were a little too consistent <laughs> that game. There but I mean, that list only has what like sixteen health overall. So if you manage to do some sort of auto damage, it can be really effective against it. Yeah, I mean, it definitely has that downside compared to the five A's. I mean, I think five A's was the last time they won big tournaments. Uh, they took down things kind of left and right just that specific list and then yeah man that one guy who i'm blanking on his name from stay on target the one that's not gordon mikhail he won um an ohio regional with a resistance list but that was that was when rz2s came out <laughs> i think it, that yeah, was with it, the one point trick shot um oh gosh tally lulo uh bash and poe list I miss trick shot. Yeah, they I think they they need some kind of interceptory three three reds, three greens, something to just Yeah, they need something that's not a Y wing or a B wing to really maybe a T eighty. That that's a thing, right? Like it, it exists in the fat in the lore. Like a T eighty is a thing. It's a real ship. Yeah, I, I 3D printed and painted one. <laughs> one of my many boredom resistance type hobbies in quarantine. So T eighty five. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not. You know, sometimes yeah, I'm too nerdy. And, bad. Sometimes I'm help. too nerdy, and other times I'm not nerdy enough. And like, it's the T eighty five. My get him out of here. Um, 
I, I'm, I'm a little nervous or not nervous, but you know, I don't know if the, the T85 even in theory would fix it. I guess they could make it more like the E-Wing, which isn't super great in its own right, but, uh, because, and I guess it canonically replaced the E-Wing from legends, but it seems like the faction, and I feel this way, especially about the first order is that it's, it's like the resistance in the first order are the rebels and the empire scale to a 300 point game. Like it, they're just better versions of the, the ships, but in second edition, you almost want the cheaper, worse version of the ship. Like you want the cheap T 65 rather than the T 70. Now the T 70 is so cheap now that it, it is competitive, but um, I, I think like a, a, a more, ex, an even more expensive X wing would just have all the T 70s problems unless they gave it like, um, full throttle or one of those crazy abilities to give it an extra action. Yeah. Like yeah, resistance. Say, like, yeah, just give that thing full throttle and call it good. Resistance is shockingly hard to like build lists around really good pieces. Cause they're just like a really awkward point cost. It's kind of like scum where it's like, they don't really have like an amazing, like three or four ship independent operating list that is really good. It does feel like scum and, in a lot of ways, because it's just like, all right, here's our guys we know are good. Slap them. It's like they don't look cohesive on the table. I don't know. It's an aesthetic concern, but um, unless you paint them all the same color, but uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's kind of a mix and match faction at the moment. Yeah, Sam, do you have any other like extended lists that you want to talk about that are low key really good? Uh, I mean, I think. It, worth mentioning like five a wings is still good like you can still do it you can still do the advanced optics version too um you gotta shave points all over the place like you gotta drop one of the really good high initiative pilots but i mean even with low initiative ships you get that same like uh washing machine effect of everyone goes in shoots someone and then the guy that injured you know gets out and mechanically it works the same way it's just obviously not as good yeah, it could also be a benefit because 5A hasn't been on the table for so long. People might have forgotten how to fly against it, too. Listen, I haven't been on the table in so long. I don't even remember where my maneuver templates are. <laughs> I almost wanted to bring that up in defense of the resistance performance in some of these online tournaments where it's just like, you know, maybe the table, the actual table battle would be different. <laughs> Fingers crossed. I mean, they, they, they definitely, I feel like they had the worst releases of the pandemic in terms of new product, uh, just, and, uh, excluding the factions that got like nothing in terms of people who actually got new stuff, the resistance stuff is not super impressive. And also I feel like it was poorly timed too. Yeah. They just got the fireball before, and then they got the, um, right before the world ended, they got the fireball and then we got the new like Mm -hmm. heralds of hope. And that's, that's about it, isn't it? Right. And page. (laughs) from hot shots and aces or whatever oh yeah yeah how can i forget that was a little bit before too and they kind of it was kind of a thing of where they said hey here's some more high initiative small base ships have fun with the nantex you know it just like wasn't timed well for the resistance and then they kind of got lapped by the rebels and i don't know i I feel like poe will still have his day in the sun but um it's it's going to take the right list I mean, if things bounce back from the high count that it's had right now, you know, the more effective the resistance faction will be because they were pretty good uh, before when there was only like three, 
three ships was the norm maybe four, not four, five, and six. Now it is. I mean, I mean, they could. I mean, it looks like people are going back to playing Ace Wing more again. So there, there's possibility for them to come back. And it's just because those people are tired of playing all these high ship count lists. I find the the swarms harder to play online. I know some people have the opposite opinion, but just like on TTS, it's the, the actual physical flipping takes a while. Knowing which ships assigned to which dial and like, okay, which color is this one? <laughs> yeah, I feel you. I that's why I just fly. That's why I just fly Sunfock, Chirtech, and Grievous, and just like <laughs> call it a day. Folks, that's wholesome. Uh, that's just wholesome X Wing. It is. It, it's a cla- it's a classic list. Classic point, so. vintage Alice love, list right there. I love famous Star Wars characters. I don't know about you, but I love characters like Sunfock. Yeah, he's one of my. Yeah, I remember that scene in the movie that he's in, <laughs> which you know technically he he is in the movie. That's true, but yeah. but yeah, he's definitely my favorite character from. The- you know the sad thing <laughs> is I know, I, I, know, there. Okay. I know the scene like I can picture the scene that he's in that's that's when you've seen Star Wars too many times yeah and then you get to kill him in Republic Commando the first <laughs> <laughs> it's not, not thematic do we have anything I mean, else to say about resistance I mean there's hope right They're, they have a bunch of really strong pieces you know a bunch of the um yeah, I mean, everything's efficient. C-3PO Rose is fantastic. Like Chewbacca, who we didn't even talk about, is actually like a solid piece with all these cheap pods and A-wings going around. It's just, uh, it's hard to list build. It's weird. You can't add, there's not a lot of munitions that you can add that are very effective. You don't have that in this faction. Like other... Um, other factions, you could have like ion torpedoes as like a solid upgrade, but you not really points you can carve by putting like ion torpedoes on bastion for instance you don't really get a lot of other things that fit well with it i will say something positive forward looking just just for my own sake which is i think the y wing and the b wing that the resistance will inevitably get could be better than people are expecting because for one thing it'll have the access to the tech slot i think Automated targeting priority on the Y-Wing is kind of interesting, and scum players are already looking at it a little bit, even though the veteran turret gunner price makes it not great at the moment, but that could change. And, you know, pattern analyzer on the B-Wing with the right ability could be really strong given those dials. I mean, just a B-Wing with a better dial would be interesting enough, right? Um, The same way the A-Wing, resistance A-Wing dial just feels so much better with the three blue bank. I've I've been playing Hera and Ahsoka a lot uh, in a TTS league. And oh, yeah, that's three like blue constant, blank is awesome. I'm, well, I'm constantly dialing in the three blue blank, blue bank and forgetting I don't have it. So it's uh, <laughs> the pain of resistance. Well, we can briefly talk about follow-up on our uh, North Carolina games because all three of us are part of that, just real quick. That was hyperspace. That was super fun. Sam, we kind of already talked about how your game went. Uh, Matt, what, uh, you flew Republic, right? You madman. I did. I flew Ada Obi-Wan with Predator and three Delta 7B Jedi. And the funny thing about that, their other Republic player, uh, flew the exact same list. It's almost like it's good. Yep. What, uh, what, what'd you go against? I went against, what did I go against? It was Luke 
Sabine, and two selfless Red Squadron veterans. Sabine in the A-Wing, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, Sabine in the A-Wing, yep. And uh, those those Delta 7s did um, a majority of the work. They were like, I kept, because oh, yeah, Luke had proton torpedoes, so Obi-Wan didn't, he didn't want anything to do with that. So I, you know, I pretty much play, I kept Obi-Wan off to the side for like a majority of the game. And I let the Delta 7s get in there and, you know, they, they're pretty much the same stat line as a X-Wing, except I was moving last and I can double reposition and get four. so dirty. Yep. Yeah. So they, they did, they did the majority of the work. I got, I got Luke injured. I got Luke down real quick in like the second engagement. Luke was down to like two hull and he had, re, he had regen on Luke as well. So I was able to get him to like get out of the fight. And I just, I picked apart the X-Wings and then after two of the X-Wings were down. The next wing and a half was down. I brought, I started bringing Obi-Wan in to like, you know, put some pressure in and Obi-Wan, his contribution to the game was that he killed Sabine. And that was, that was his contribution to the game. I like the uh, Delta seven matchups against X-Wings in general. I think that's just a, a great matchup in the Republic favor, just because it's, they're so much more maneuverable and can still hit hard or even harder if they just hit the lock than the mm-hmm. X-Wings themselves. Yeah. No, and they got the opponent I played against. He was, he was a great guy too. He, it was a really close game. Like I traded half of a Delta seven for an X-Wing and half of Luke. And then he just got some really good proton torpedoes. off. He got a really good proton torpedo off. He only got one of them off. And then, yeah, just some dice swung in his favor and made it a closer game than I would have liked. But, you know, Obi-Wan came in, finished Sabine off and I was able to arc dodge with Obi-Wan out of Luke's arc. And yeah, just kind of, yeah, it, it worked out well. I guess we should say that we were six and one in this entire tournament against North Carolina. So we were two states down. <laughs> Not that anyone's counting. Yeah. 47 to go. Got them. I don't know. It could be 48 soon, depending on what they do with Washington, D.C., right? Yeah. I mean, I'll take those guys down to that. They got, they got great players. <laughs> uh, my game was tragic, really. Um, I was playing scum and my list was lats with um Gamut and zam a naked c4 uh Terok with predator and um kanan with gleb it's really scum jank but there's a lot of things that that list can do that you just don't see apparent like like matt we played a, a couple games against there's a lot of things like you can uh hold the tractor beam on someone with lats because they could shoot you and get the lock next turn you just stop or do whatever you want if they're in range zero to one of you you can still hold the tractor on them or Sevor can shoot you and jam you and you can still hold the jam or you know the, the coordinating canaan is very good for everything and just Kanan and Kanan in general, especially paired with a YV. And I, I know I've said before, but the YV is one of my favorite ships in the game. I just, I don't fly it very often as much as I would like to, but yeah, Kanan just makes like a reinforced YV just live a hell of a lot longer than it deserves to live. Uh, you can even do the silly thing of holding your reinforced till next round mm-hmm. and then reinforcing a game. And again, yep. have a double reinforce in the front. <laughs> no, nothing, nothing silly about it. 
nothing silly at all with a reduced eye shot with Kanan. It's, it's a great list. Mm-hmm. And then Matt, you know, paired me up against two medium base ships. So that was cool. Contractor them. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could have, <laughs> that's hard. It was uh, a naked Boba Fett. This is the separatist faction. Oh, yeah, that's right. Naked Boba Fett. Um, naked Zam and like uh, your standard kind of Grievous. It wasn't outmaneuver Grievous. It was Grievous with the title and um, Impervium, which sits exactly at 200. Yep. And that was a, that was a rough game, especially for my I I shouldn't have won that game. Uh, my opponent's dice were just atrocious. He couldn't re-roll dice to save his life. It was great. I mean, Seavor got one-shotted, so that sucked, but it I mean, was uh, just... I, I mean... I'm not going to I'm not going to feel bad for any separatist player that brings two fire sprays to a list about losing a game. But it wasn't just two fire sprays, though. (laughs) There's other parts. That's the point. His dice were negative 15. I've never seen it that low in my life. That'll do it. (laughs) Uh, That's the reason I won. I mean, the the list was um, it performed a lot better than I expected to. I mean, I knew it was going to be able to like disengage really well with the rear arc, so that kind of sucked. But it's just, um, just couldn't kill Kane, and Kane was on like one health for like like twelve turns in a row, with two ships shooting at him pretty much every turn. Gosh, Kane is so good. <laughs> yeah, I want to talk about like new packs adding things that are going to like shake up the meta. Kane has just made the scum faction just like. That like it was it was already really good with Zam crew and just all of its other toys, but yeah, Kanan's just like elevated that faction. Even yeah, higher. it's like they finally got a, a self sustaining support ship piece. Yep, like they've never had before since Only the early days like of L three escape pod. It was great. Um, so I won that game. I shouldn't have, but I won. And that was an interesting matchup. It was Mark Roberts the only one that lost, right? Yeah, he did. He lost. I don't know what he. I think he he was playing against the uh, Jedi list, the the um, Republic list. With the he had Procket Barons and Thread Tracer Barons. Apparently, he forgot about Ruthless. So <laughs> that's a you big know, part of that list. You know, yeah, I'm like, yeah, it might help to remember your upgrades, but you know, hey, you know, we already won. I think, yeah, we just he was the last game too. So by that point, the deal had already been sealed. Yeah, I mean, we're six. So 6-0. it wasn't. Yeah, trying to go for that sweep, but you know, we'll have to do it next time. Now he owes us a beer. He does. You owe you owe Sam and I a beer. Yeah, well, you know, no one listened to that episode, so I don't owe you anything. Oh, I listened. I listened very closely. (laughs) I will get my beer. (laughs) That's pretty much it for this episode, right? Anything else that uh, we want to bring up real quick? Preferably about the Resistance faction. There's hope. Fly more Resistance. Have fun. Yeah, I mean, they seem to be doing well right now. Maybe we'll get our big event win with Resistance. Probably not. Sam Sam will be the one. He'll get the big event win with the Resistance. Then he'll be like, hey, we had that guy on our show. (laughs) <laughs> just like Josh. I, I start flying Kanan and <laughs> once the real tournaments begin and <laughs> it never happens thanks for listening everyone if you have any comments or questions you can email us at uh, the, the best been benchwarmers at gmail.com follow us on twitch and twitter at mi benchwarmers we have a discord facebook group now uh, links will be in the posting on the reddit so I think uh, that's about it Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Yeah, I'll see ya.
Thanks for uh, coming on the show, Sam. Yeah, thanks for coming on. It was a pleasure. Thanks for having me.